All right, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Sound Advice. Hello. We here. I am uh, one third of your host, Marcus. I don't like that. I'm Kelsey. I'm Kirsten. I mean, I didn't know how to how else to put that. We're just one person here. Yeah. I am. Uh, how will we say that, though? Mark Kelsten. Okay. Wow, that was quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that was that was, that was kind of weird, but I'll, I'll take it. Anyway, yeah, welcome back to Sound Advice, the episode, the episode, what am I saying? The podcast where we give you sound advice every episode. And guys, this is our last episode of the season. <gasps> it can't be. It yeah, that's the... what I was thinking about, the final episode. But uh, yeah, this is the final episode of the first season. It's the final episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is judging. Well, anyway, uh, let's just get it in let's with just, the first segment. We're not good with the small talk stuff, so let's just do yeah, the segments. Awkward, guys. <laughs> we'll address that later. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, bring us in, Kirsten. With let's that talk hilarious about the first funniness, let's talk about something serious. No. Okay. Well, our first topic we're going to have today is a little different than usual, but we're going to go back to our two cents. Uh, we haven't done that in a really long time. Ching, ching. Oh, true. Cha-ching. Two cents. Um, so today we're going to talk overall about like gun laws basically, but then also tie in social media, which I know is kind of confusing, but let's just get into it. So I'm sure as you guys all know or hear about the Cleveland guy who, um, basically this guy in Cleveland, he went on Facebook live and he was just driving around town, um, talking about his ex-girlfriend and how upset she made her, she made him. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go kill people. So not to be graphic, I'm just going to, but like he Got, he saw this guy in the street, said, all right, I'm just going to kill this guy. Didn't know him or anything. Went up to him, shot him in the face, point blank. It was like this old 78-year-old man, which is very sad. Um, and he said he claimed he killed 14 people, and then he was on the run for basically a day. And then as of today, the police surrounded him, and he shot himself. So obviously, uh, uh, there's a lot of speculation with mental health with this guy. Um Nothing has come clear yet, but a lot, are, a lot are saying, like, listen to what he said on Facebook Live. There's also something men- mentally wrong here. Uh, but other people are saying that's an excuse. Um, but at the end of the day, he had a gun and he killed an innocent person with it. So I'm just, this isn't really advice, but maybe just more into our opinions of the gun laws in America today. It's scary out there. It's scary out there, yes. But I think with the mentally ill thing, like, I do... Like, nobody who goes around killing people is, like, mentally sound, and I think that's important to recognize. But also to say, like, that's the only issue is bad, because I think gun laws in general, like, it's so easy to get a gun. It's so easy to, like, we could walk up to, like, any store right now and show an ID, and it's just like, okay, hand me a gun. Right. And so I think the access to it is also a huge problem. So it's kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, I think, um, well, recently Trump allowed mental mental mentally ill people to get guns again so under obama's administration Wait, for real yeah under obama's administration like if you were i don't know the clarifications of mentally ill like what the line where the line was drawn for that but in theory mentally ill people couldn't get guns just you know in case of those issues but now uh trump like reversed that so they can again um and yeah so i mean it's interesting to see like in the next four years like what will that do to the number of innocent people killed by guns, in my opinion. Yeah, can't lie. I'm uh, not looking forward to that. I'm really not. That sounds really scary. But um, but in regards to gun laws, I, I think that uh, guns are just a bad idea in general. But that's because I'm a pacifist, so I don't believe in violence. But um, just to be able to, I guess, 
get access to a weapon that could pretty much instantly kill anybody from like almost any distance. I just don't think that that's safe in the hands of, you know, just your average citizen. But I mean, I totally understand why we have the second amendment because, uh, I mean, it's to protect yourself from either, uh, what robbers, you know, other people who are trying to kill other people or, you know, even the government. So I get why it's there, but at the same time, I mean, having this, this access to these weapons is just going to cause problems. I mean, it's just un- inevitable. Yeah, and I think if we look at different countries, like it's astounding the differences of their gun laws between ours. And these are countries that are not seen as third world or this like regime that's controlling people. It's just normal, you know, European countries um, and they're free and they're, you know, they're capitalist, stuff like that. And they just have a lot stricter gun laws and there's so many less deaths that happen every year. Um, and I think just looking at that alone is obvious that Guns are the problem at the end of the day. Like being able to get a gun, no matter what your um, background is and stuff, that's an issue. And that's an, I don't think it's just weird to me that for a lot of people, that's what America stands for is guns. And um, I think that's just sad. And I think at the end of the day, it's worth it to scale back on that. Um, because I mean, I don't know. I want to do how, how often do people actually need to use their guns for safety? You know what I mean? Like um, most of the killings are for innocent people, not people. Like, because they're scared of them, not because they're attacking them. Yeah, I don't know. I think human nature is just weird. Like, in general, I guess kind of going back to the mentally ill thing, but, like, why do people, like, feel the need to kill? I don't, I really don't get that. And I don't think anybody gets that, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I always just get caught on that. It's like, what's the motive behind it? Like, I was reading recently about Columbine, the high school shooting, and it was these two young kids, and, you know, they were, like, socially outcasted, but, like... I don't think that prompts so many people to actually kill somebody. So it's like, what's making them be like that? Yeah, I mean, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. ahead. All right, thank you. Well, uh, when you listen to what the guy said, his name was Steve Stevens. Yeah. Interesting name, whatever. (laughs) Don't got to say his name. (laughs) Uh, But uh, the guy, he, uh, in his videotapes, he was talking about how his girlfriend was driving him insane, which is why he was doing what he was doing. And... Like what you were saying, Kelsey, it's it's strange to see, you know, things that would uh, drive a person to the point of killing somebody. And I mean, personally, I don't think that that would be enough to make me want to kill somebody or anybody should want to kill somebody because their significant other is driving them through the roof. I mean, wouldn't you just break up with them or try to resolve whatever's happening? I don't I don't really see that. Yeah, um, that's actually like an abuse tactic in like most situations. Like I know a lot of men especially i don't know if it's all men whatever um men will like turn to alcohol or like drugs and then they'll blame it on their spouse and be like i drink or i do all these drugs because of you and like it puts the blame on someone else instead of them yeah he was talking about how he uh how he gambled pretty much everything he owned away Mm -hmm. and he did blame it on his his lady yeah it's just a way to like put the blame on someone else but uh, I think we can talk about social media because that's interesting. Like Facebook was saying they took like way too long to even track got down this guy's information. Like nobody even reported it as this guy was like confessing that like, hey, I'm going to go out and kill people live on social media. So I think that's very interesting that nobody really did anything. Yeah, I think that's scary is, um, okay, does anyone know the term where you're watching something but you don't do anything? Bystander effect. Bystander effect, but instead of being in person, you're literally just hundreds and thousands. Who knows how many people are watching? Mm-hmm. You're all watching the same thing. You all think this is scary, but in your head, you're like, well, I'm not in the area, so I can't call the police, or I don't know this guy. Um, all these like 
self-explanations, you know, just to justify your own self and like what you did or didn't do. And I think that's really scary. Um, uh, recently there was a kid who, he was on Instagram live and he was, he found, I guess his parents gun and he accidentally shot himself and killed himself. Yeah. I heard about that guy. I didn't. And, um, I mean, a lot of neighbors and stuff ran immediately, like showed up at the house because they were watching. But a lot of these people were just watching this kid play with this gun and like not say anything or maybe. Egg- uh, so actually someone egged him on and said, oh, you should load it. And that's yes. when he started loading it and he shot himself. Are you serious? Yeah, that's why. Because someone was like egging him on to do it. Imagine being that person egging them on. Like, yeah. Like, how can you even live with yourself? Yeah. Um. So I think that's the issue with social media is that it creates this um kind of bubble you put yourself in of like oh it's not here happening in front of me so like it's not affecting me at all um and i think that's really dangerous and it's it kind of sucks because facebook is getting a lot of blame i i see your point of they didn't find this information but also like facebook is just like all social media is just a platform mm-hmm. and people choose what they do want to do on it which can be really good or obviously really bad so i think it's kind of hard to blame facebook because um, a lot of times when companies start restricting a lot of their stuff, people get angry, like, oh, this is supposed to be the internet, I can do whatever, and then, but then issues like this happen, like, oh, why don't you watch this more? So I think that's a really hard game for Facebook. Um, but what do you guys think about also the aspect of him saying he killed 14 people on his Facebook, um, but they've only found one person, so it seems like this is a lie, but a lot of media believed it because he said it. So what do you think about that aspect? I, I don't know what to think. I think a lot of it kind of ties into like the whole fake news thing that's going on because like if anybody says something people immediately believe it and run with it which is really scary because lately like you don't know who to trust or like who to get your news from because anything can be a lie like anything goes um but also it's weird that he would even say that to begin with like I don't know if he was trying to make himself like look cooler for killing all these people or whatever but I don't know it's very odd to me I don't get it though because like you said in his videos he was um, saying that he killed all these people when so far we have no evidence that he's proved more or that he's killed more than just that one guy. But um, I just don't see why he would lie about something like that. Like, why would you lie about something that serious, you know? And then he was like, in the video, he was talking about how people were like responding to his post asking, hey, is this real? Is this real life? And he's laughing at him like, of course this is real mm-hmm. when, you know, that's probably not the case because they still haven't found any other people that have like succumbed to him. So I don't see why he would lie about something like that. But, and then especially like, cause we were talking about this earlier before the podcast started, like the way that he, he died because he ended up taking his own life running from the police. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I feel as though if he actually killed all those people and then he's like worried about the justice system coming to him, then I could I could see him taking his own life. But like if he only killed one person, even though he's going to have some serious punishments for that, I don't see why he would take his own life. I think, I mean, I think that ties back maybe to a mental thing. Um, and again, it's not, we don't, we're not going to try and blame like a mental, because a lot of people have uh, mental disabilities, but they don't kill people. Yeah. You know, it's not like a an aspect of it, mm-hmm. but um, it could be a proponent of maybe like his decisions and his irrational thinking um again and he had a gun somehow but um another thing this is more on the advice trail that i want to kind of lean to is for our our listeners like what kind of ways do you get your news sources because it is hard these days um to trust some social media so i was just asking gonna ask i guess um what ways do you get news that you know is true and that you know you can believe i think um 
Well, me and Kirsten last week, we saw Chelsea Handler, mm-hmm. and she had some interesting opinions. But I think one of the things she did address is kind of this. And she kind of noted, like, all the very, like, reasonable news sources, like CNN and I forget what else was CNN BBC for me. and NPR. Yeah. What about yeah, NBC? Is NBC one of them? It's pretty, it's pretty uh, leftist, but they usually do report the facts. Yeah. Um, I mean, not pretty leftist. Like, it has a slight leftist leaning, mm-hmm. people say. My opinion, it doesn't. But, I mean, at the prime time it does because there's people giving their opinions right. during prime time. But the news itself is just news. Yeah, so I think if you just stay away from, like, those very radical, like, right or left news sources, you're kind of okay. But at the same time, like, if anything, you should just, like, fact check everything. Like, go to multiple sources, like, do some background for any weird news. And it's a shame that we have to do that because news sources are supposed to be the truth, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Just the fact that we'd have to fact check something like that. I mean, how are you going to be a troll, almost, and just post news, even if it's biased and then cause this strange uh i don't know this strange atmosphere that you're you're giving this image of information that's not completely accurate i mean that's just messed up that's just messed up and then of course you know that there's going to be people who just you know see one see one article see one news header and they're going to just go with it say yo this is what's happening in the world and that can just that can cause problems that can cause a lot of problems yeah, and um, I forget, this is just a story I read a long time ago, but a reporter did this quote-unquote experimentation where he um, said a, cer- a certain person died, like a certain famous person, he wanted to see how fast it would spread mm-hmm. on Twitter. And it spread, obviously, tremendously. Um, then he said, oh, this is an experiment. He ended up getting, uh, he lost his job at his news station. But I think, yeah, I mean, that's a small thing, like a star dying compared to, you know, I don't know, I mean, not a small thing, but, you know, um, and I think, like, on Twitter for me as well, like, if I read something, I will believe it just yeah. because I'm like, oh, this person I trust, if they retweet it from a, an account, it could be fake or something. I don't even know. Like, I and I need to get myself better at not just believing everything I read on Twitter because I think it's because it's so fast. And I'm like, oh, OK, that happened. That happened. Um, but, yeah, like Kelsey said, it's really important. It sounds kind of annoying to have to go fact check, I think. But I think for your own Um, knowledge of what's happening you really need to do that and you also need to look at different sources too like cnn okay they said this what did this person say and kind of like see what's really out there not really related to news but i think even even like other content Mm -hmm. like people can like tell you it's fake but people i guess like confirmation bias or something people will like think for some reason that it's real even if they're told it's fake like i know there was one video uh, it was a comedy video. It was a girl walking the streets of New York. Um, she was, like, replying, like, in comedy to, like, all these people mm-hmm. um, to her uh, catcalling her. And um, it was fake. And, like, the description and everything said it was fake. But people were like, oh, this girl is awesome. And it's like, that's not realistic. That's um, a very good point. YouTube videos, like, they'll literally say this is fake. But, like, people cut that out and just play what they think is real. Yeah. And even, this is more obscure, but I watched the Craig Ferguson show on Sirius XM. Um, and Sirius doesn't have ratings, but Craig Ferguson, like, every show he's like, oh, we're number two on Sirius. Um, and, mm-hmm. like, he says, like, it's a lie. He's like, I'm just telling people because they will believe it. And people call into his show every time, and they're always like, congratulations on being number two. And he's like, no, it's fake. Like, I say this, but, like, it's not real. And this is scary because it's, like, you know, it's fake news, but people run with it. I don't know. Yeah, tunes certain stuff out, but I'll listen to other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I think... Um just to like wrap up the segment, like 
Um, I know it's very simple, obvious advice, but I think a lot of people don't think about it. When they're scrolling through Twitter or Facebook, they immediately think, actually, do you guys remember there is these fake news things on Facebook that would say, this actor's coming to your town. <laughs> and I personally, I believed it a few times. Yep. Um, but it was just like made for wherever you were located, it said your town. Mm-hmm. So even little stuff like that, like you really need, see for me, I see something and I like immediately tell my friends and then it's like, I'm like, oh, this is awkward. This is not right. So. Sounds like a virus. <laughs> probably though. But even like if you're going to tell your friends if it's something small like that, you should really fact check too so you don't look stupid. Yeah. All right. So who's up next? Is it me? It's you. All right. So segment two. Tips appreciated. Whoop, whoop. Yes. All right. So for this one, we're going to give you some tips on how to have awkward conversation with people who are sort of your friends, but more of acquaintances, just awkward people that you usually have awkward times trying to conversate with. My least favorite thing. Yeah. Interaction with those people. You said how to have awkward talks. So do you mean like how to not have awkward conversations? Right. Yeah. How to not make it awkward (laughs) or how to go through this awkward conversation and make it less awkward. This is my weakness, so I'm a trail behind on this one. See, <laughs> for me, I think, like, if the other person is just way more awkward than you, it's almost kind of funny. And, like, for me, I feel fine because I'm like, this person feels so uncomfortable and, like, for no reason. And it's almost kind of funny that, like, I could say whatever and they just feel awkward. Like, I don't know. This It's hard to no, explain. No, you're right yeah. about that. Because you're I just mean, like, you're just, you feel fine because you're like, okay, I'm not the awkward one here. Yeah, you're, like, the dominant one. So right. it's like, <laughs> they're superior. They're not superior. They're inferior. <laughs> and you could just be like... Like, if it's silent, you know they feel awkward, but you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But. No, seriously, that's happened to me very recently. I mean, there's this person I know. Great person. I mean, she's a nice person, but she's a very awkward person. So I would talk to her, just an acquaintance, and I'd just say, hey, how you been? How's this? How's that? And, you know, she's kind of, like, shaking and just like, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it's like it's okay, you know. And seeing how awkward she is actually just makes you feel more confident. And Yeah, which is kind of sad. I mean, it's sad, but it's true. And then it's like, at the same time, especially if they're really awkward, like, you want to help them feel less awkward. Mm -hmm. And that helps the conversation. Yeah. Actually, we usually diss Marcus, but this time I'm going to compliment you. Uh, I know the first time I met you, Kirsten wanted to introduce us. And we went downstairs to the basement of our dorm, and we were going to play pool. And I had never really played pool before, and I, like, hate meeting new people. So I was, like, terrified to meet, like, Kirsten's friends. Dang, that must have been rough. Like, you were going to meet this new dude, and you didn't know how to play pool. <laughs> yep, exactly. So I got down there, and I was like, oh, hey, people. But Marcus, like, you were like, yo, let's be on a team. I'll, like, teach you how to play. And I was like, sweet. And then you were really funny. And hey, I, was just like, hey, I appreciate that. I'm not I'm getting joking. dissed. <laughs> no, At least not yet. No, Marcus, not like, yet. if you're with, say, you're with a friend that he doesn't know or – even you don't know really, but like you, you run into Marcus. I think he makes it very like comfortable and it's just, it's not, even if you're in a group of friends together and he's like the only one that doesn't know anyone, he fits in fine. Yeah. So that's a good, uh, what's the word? You guys making me, making me blush. So Black how do you do blush. that Marcus? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just, I feel as though, uh, firstly, like you just have to understand, like once you understand the situation, like you have power over it, at least some power. So when you know, for example, that you're in this awkward situation you 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 can like i guess what's the word you can i guess look back reflect and then say okay let me let me try to do something about it so like first off like sometimes pointing out obvious things is like a really easy way to start conversation and then make it less awkward 
So, for example, sometimes I'll see people that I, I know that I've seen them before, but I'll, like, constantly be looking at them, like, yo, do I, where do I know you from? And then, like, they'll give me eye contact, and then, like, kind of, like, do that weird dart thing where you dart your eyes away, and then you both make that awkward eye contact again. You know what I'm talking about? A little bit. Like, you know, you both, like, kind of look at each other, but, you like, you're trying not to look at each other. Because you don't want to say hi. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So then sometimes what I'll do is I'll just walk up to them, and I'll be like, hey, like, I mean, I know I've seen you somewhere, and I, I was just trying to see, like, you know, where I remember you from. And even if you don't remember where they're from, or even if you're straight lying, like, it's just it's just an easier way to get to talk to them and then make it less awkward. You feel me? I suppose. Like, just be like, hey, like, I know I remember you from somewhere, so that's why I kept looking at you. And then, like, oh, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, we, if, we talked over here. If you're, like, far away from me, I'm just going to keep looking down. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to approach you. I'll, like, pick up my phone and, like, yeah. look down. I hate when you meet someone freshman year, you talk for like two weeks, and then junior year you see them and you're like, you definitely remember them, they definitely remember you, but like, you have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, now sometimes, yeah, situations like that, that was one of the, my uh, one of my points to, to talk on is that sometimes the best thing to do is to, I mean, straight up ignore them as if you're strangers. So, I mean, there's people that you know, and then there's acquaintances, and there's I feel like there's a difference. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's people that you know, and it's just like I've seen you before. Like we might have talked once or twice, but that doesn't mean that we're friends or acquaintances. Like you're just some dude that I can recognize. Right. So those kind of people, like it's okay. Like you can just ignore them. But like the like the way to make it awkward is to like, you know, constantly look like you know, you know them, and then still ignore them. Like that's kind of awkward. So like you gotta just be like yo straight up off the bat. You're like okay, I know this person, but I'm not really trying to talk to him. Just ignore it. Like you're in completely into something else, right? Yeah. 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 See, so, yeah, I have that thing sometimes where I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of they're an acquaintance, so I'm gonna wave, and then like like some they don't see it, and then we just walk by each other. Yeah, I think waving is honestly like a good tactic. Even like a head nod, it's like oh, no, I but know then you. it makes me feel terrible because they don't even see it or acknowledge me. Well, then that's kind of bad. <laughs> but this happened to me the other day. I was um, carrying equipment back to work, and this kid that we know walked past me, and he was like. Oh, hey, he lifted a hand and I lifted my hand and then we kept walking. And I was like, that was a perfect interaction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a great interaction. Sometimes all it takes is a, a yeah, like you said, a nod of the head or a like a just so, a wave. I just know? smile like that white person video, you know, they're like, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's kind of like curl or look. I literally just do that every time I feel you. Oh, if I make eye contact. But, that's uh, hilarious. But there's uh, actually your roommate, Sanjay. I hope he's listening. Hey, Sanjay. Um, he's one of those people who. Like, I don't really know him, but, yeah. like, I like him. Like, I know him enough to be like, oh, that's Sanjay if I see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one time, <laughs> uh, I was sitting outside Wright's. I don't even know if he would remember this or anything, but I was sitting outside Wright's, and he was, like, walking past me, and I kind of, like, made eye contact with him, but I yeah. was like, ooh, do I say hi? I don't know. And I didn't even, like, do the wave or anything. I was just, like, kind of staring at him to see what he would do. Yeah. But he's one of those people who are, like, also, like, no, like, who's like more awkward than you, like the dominance thing. Not that I'm like dominant to Sundre, but um, I don't know. Like, we just kind of made eye contact and then he just went on his way. And I was like, mm. that makes you <laughs> feel was, so bad, too. I know. <laughs> so sorry, Sundre, if that happened and you remember His name that. is, what's Cliffy? Cliffy. Nah, I don't is... care. I like Sundre, but that was a rough moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can it can be rough. I mean, it's like when you when you're in that situation, like you have to go for it if you if you feel like yo, like if you feel like you're on the side where you're like yo, I should probably say something rather than I probably shouldn't. Then you should you should actually try to say something. Okay, so what about someone that's like actually with you? Say like you're in a group of three and your good friend like walks away and you're just with this person you don't know too well, or you're just stuck with someone in an elevator that you like. You definitely kind of should say something to because you know them. Like, what about that? Okay, well, first, I would say, like, 
small talk is a big thing. Like, you got to know how to say, I mean, and it's kind of sad, but you just have to know how to say worthless stuff. Like, it's true. Just know how to, to say stuff about nothing or just stuff that really doesn't matter in their lives. Like, you know, something about the weather. Like, if the weather's been acting up, like, you can talk about it. <laughs> been it's acting just, up. Yeah, like, you know, if, for example, like, if it's been raining really hard, you can definitely say something about it and then it just creates easy to talk about conversation you know or like you could talk about for example if you think that they like sports i mean sports is something that everybody usually talks about yeah i mean it's, it's sure. whatever i think in that situation it's almost like easier to make small talk because in general like i cannot do small talk but like if a friend leaves and i'm stuck with that person like you can kind of keep picking up on the conversation or like even i i jokingly say like oh, there goes that loser or whatever. Like, I always just jokingly <laughs> insult my friends. And I think that makes or it they're like, like uh, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> they fight me. But I think that, like, just breaks the ice where it's like, okay, we can joke around. And yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, so that was one of my points. What was another one of my points? I, let me let me check. Well, I think just when you find it, I think um, a huge thing here, at, like, on college campuses, oh, how's your classes going? Like, Ugh. Yeah, and it's actually, like, Looking on it, it's annoying, but, like, in the moment, it's fine, because I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm actually doing this. Like, what are you doing? You know, stuff like that, even if I don't care what they say. Yeah. Um, so just talk. You can talk about school. You can talk about work. Like, um, I think for me, the hard part, though, like, it comes silent, because they're gone too long, and you just want to die inside. Like, your friend is gone too long, and you just have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Like, that was one of my points, is that you have to know when to kind of cut off the conversation. Is that is that, you know, like, there's, like, a, I feel like there's a point where... There's the the peak of the conversation where, you know, you're talking and then it's as it's like as fluid as it'll get. And then there's a point where it starts to die down and then you're going to feel like it's getting awkward because you're like, OK, uh, it was better a couple minutes ago. <laughs> That's always You know, funny. so it's like you kind of want to bring it back up. But at the same time, like if you know it's going to die, you can't bring it back up. It's just going to make it more awkward. So it's kind of best to just know when it's time to stop. Just be like, OK. And just, you know, kind of pull it to a close. And like, it's OK to be. In silence. I mean, it's it's awkward, but at the same time, like, it's more awkward the more you, I guess, make it a thing, you know? So, like, you know, you can be with friends and not really say anything, or even with acquaintances and not say as much, and it's okay, like, because just how you're with your friends, you don't always talk. Like, sometimes you're just doing things. Or, like, sometimes you're on your phone, which is also a beautiful thing to use when you're trying to talk to acquaintances. Uh, I hate that. Okay, I'm just gonna, this is, like, me complaining right now <laughs> instead of helping, but... If I have, like, a group project, right, and we're all, we do our thing, it's, like, outside of class, and then we come back, and, like, we're waiting for the elevator, and it's, like, everyone just gets on their phone because they don't want to talk to each other, and it's seriously the most awkward, like, I hate it so much. Like, I'm the person that, like, doesn't get on their phone because I'm just, like, like, it's funny because everyone feels awkward because they're, like, in their individual on their phone, like, trying to act like they're doing something, but you just watch them, and it's, like, they're not doing anything. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I hate that. I've totally done that before. Like, I just pick up my phone, and I have nothing to do on it, but I'll yeah. just, like, open apps and close apps and just keep doing it until, like, it's so bad. I can leave. You know, it's really funny, though, because that is actually, I feel like that's, like, what the majority of people do. So, if you're in, a, like, a this weird uh, zone where you feel like you're in an awkward situation, like, on a bus, for example, like, I'll take the bus nowadays every now and then, and almost everybody there is, like, on their phone. And I'm like, if I'm if I was to make a bet about how many people were actually doing something that was worth something on their phone... It would be like probably less than half, you know, like most of them are just doing it because like they're sitting next to somebody and they're like, I'm not going to talk to them and I'm not going to, you know, try to make conversation. So I guess I'll just be on my phone, look like I got something to do. See, I don't find the bus awkward at all because like everyone's just like doing it to ride somewhere. Yeah. Um, But I do find it awkward if it's the bus seats. Sometimes they have it in the front where they're facing each other. Mm. And it's like if you're not on your phone, where are you supposed to look? 
at their shoes the whole time. That's what I have to do. Because if you look out the window, they think you're looking at them. True. Um, I've been on the bus way too often. But, um, yeah, I feel like don't be feel pressured to be on your phone. Even if everyone's around you doing it, it's honestly kind of nice if everyone else except you is on it. Because you can, like, chill and you're like, oh, I don't have to talk because they're all on their own their phone anyways. Um, so don't feel pressured to be on your phone. And Mar- like Marcus said, even though it's hard for a lot of people, if you learn to, like, enjoy silence or not let it bother you it's just smooth sailing because like if you're comfortable sitting in silence it doesn't affect you if they're not comfortable because like you know if you are so i think that's a big tip yeah it's just not natural to to talk with anybody just the entire day you know so it's okay to have breaks where Mm -hmm. you kind of collect yourself just chill for a little while and then you know once you find something else to talk about then sure yeah bring it up something else you know talk about whatever but you don't have to talk every second until you know the interaction's over also i hate when someone is like wow this is awkward <laughs> like why would you say that drew although i feel like sometimes jokes like if they're pulling it off as a joke that can be okay like jokes cut the tension yeah um but yeah that that like calls attention to the awkwardness and you're it. like oh but uh also like if you do want to talk to somebody i think it's always good to just keep asking them questions because mm-hmm. like people like to talk about themselves and that way like you never really have to say anything on your own you can just be like oh what are you doing today blah 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 just, like, keep putting up questions. And maybe not in a situation like a bus or an elevator, but I think you should always kind of, like, have an out if you can. Like, if you're, like, stuck in a room, be like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. I'll be back. Never returned. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, it's always just good to have an escape route. Oh, that's a really good point. Ask questions. I, like, that's literally how I go day to day. Because I don't really like talking about myself, honestly. Like, I hate when they reverse it. I'm like, um. Yeah. But people love talking about what they're doing and, like, how elite they are and their activities. So definitely ask questions about everything you can possibly think of. Yeah, if you give people the time of day, I mean, they'll they'll take it, you know? Mm. They'll take it. And then especially if you look like you're interested, you know? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, look <laughs> like you're interested. Literally. Which is, like, it's a big thing. Like, it's a big thing. Like, if you're like, oh, how are you doing, you know? And then they're talking about how their day's going, and you're just, like, you know, on your phone, yeah. just... You know, scrolling through some stuff. You're not listening. It's like, come on, man. Like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna enjoy that. So yeah, like actually, you know, make eye contact, look at them, like nod. You know, do the weird little thing where you say, yeah, you know, in between what they're saying and stuff. You know, like just, I guess, be an active listener, and that's it's an important part, and it'll help them be feel more. Uh, I guess what flu more fluid. Yeah, they'll feel more yeah. fluid, so they'll feel better talking to you. I think. Yeah. Sorry, uh, for me though, like I think I'm just like overly fake when it comes to like really nice like awkward situations because like i can feel like like facial muscles like getting weak because i'm just like <laughs> painting on this awful smile and i'm like oh yeah i'm interested in I what you're that saying from cheek to cheek. <laughs> and it like it like hurts my face because i'm like being fake and i don't know my muscles don't react i have well. never heard that before really like i just like overact i think i'm just like oh yeah <laughs> yo kelsey out there probably looking like uh looking like the joker with that big old smile man <laughs> that's so funny i know how i got these scars <laughs> Small talk. <laughs> Yo, you tripping, man. I think um, also, though, like, I feel like I'm actually really good at pretending, like, not that, I mean, I usually do listen, but um, that I'm just, like, I nod a lot. And, like, yeah. if you, uh, Marcus said earlier about long distance, like, eye contact. But if you're next to someone and you ask them a question, they're, like, going in depth. If you make eye contact with them, it's, like, a really, then you're, like, suddenly friends, you know, when they're explaining stuff and I feel like they feel more welcome so again don't be distracted on your phone and stuff like actually like make eye contact with them and listen and honestly you probably get into a conversation you're actually enjoying and you start they start asking you stuff and it feels a lot more natural than like don't try and think of like oh my god I can't wait to get out of this like just chill let it happen 
say what you want. Let listen to what they say. It's probably gonna be interesting some of the time. So don't look at it as like this terrible moment. You know, just like kind of let it pass. Yeah, I agree. All right. So with that, I think we're gonna move on to our last segment ever. Oh gosh! Until fall twenty. 20- <laughs> 17. 17. <laughs> wow. <laughs> coming back fall 2020. Look out. I was going to say 2020. Watch out. We're coming back. <laughs> All right, Three no. years. Now nah, we'll be back in the fall. So listen for season two. Fall for us. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Today we are bringing back, hypothetically speaking, the segment where we talk about hypothetical situations that may or may not happen. And I uh, think this one may not ever happen. But We've got the master of hypotheticals with us today. It's me. No, this, so this so we've Kelsey never Bone. heard it before, so this is our first time. Yeah, these guys don't know what I'm about to say. I'm actually pretty scared. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance. No, it's not bad. It's just stupid. All right, anyway, okay. So hypothetically speaking, let me set the stage. <laughs> All right, so your parent. I'll say for you guys, your moms. All right, so your mom messages you on your phone, and she's like, I have something to tell you, and this is really important, and you have to, like, come home, so you're sitting at home, it's just you two alone in the house, and she wants to talk to you, she's serious, she's made dinner, she's made a nice lasagna plate. <laughs> Got the lasagna, you know. <laughs> you know, it, it smells good. Mom's get spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's lasagna. <laughs> all right, so you're sitting down, and she says, okay, listen, honey, sweetie, pookie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, I, I've been wanting to tell somebody about this. I have n- no one else to tell. I'm, I'm really scared to address this. But I have been abducted by aliens. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I call quits on the segment. No. What is happening? What? And she, she's dead serious. She says she's been abducted by aliens. What do you, you do? Do you believe her? Do you think she's psychotic? Well, yeah, I definitely <laughs> think she's psychotic. But then at the same time, okay, so first off, I'd, I'd have to ask her, you know, I'd have to go into depth, you know, like, what do you mean you were abducted by aliens, you know? Uh, like, why Why would she, why would you even come out and say something like that unless, you know, you're either crazy or you have something to say? So she'd probably have something interesting to, to talk to me about, you know? She'd say something. But then at the same time, I mean, I, that's just crazy, you know? What would you say, Clark? Um, not to bring the mood down, but I feel like this would be, like, a mental issue. <laughs> and um, I'd be, like... Honestly, if they were dead serious about it, I'd be like, okay, something went wrong with your head right now. Like, you know, because something could go wrong in any way. Yeah, it's like, and when did she get abducted, though? Like, did she get abducted, like, I mean, I you know, believe during her, her I... nine to five? Because <laughs> I... it's like, if she comes home, like, I'm home, you know, I see her when she's home. So, like, she got abducted during her job. See, I wouldn't believe her because I, I would just, like, I feel like my first thought would be, like, okay, we need to take you to the doctor. <laughs> um, and I feel like it'd be sad because I'd be like, no, no, no. But, you know, you watch all those movies where they actually, something actually happens and then that person doesn't believe them. But I'm gonna, I... I... Yeah, yeah. What about those movies, though? Because you see all those movies where, like, the kid's crying wolf, but they're really not crying wolf. Mm-hmm. And then nobody believes them. See, listen, my boyfriend, like, loves aliens and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, he's gotten me into watching these weird shows. I don't even know the names of them. Like, there's ghost shows. Everyone knows, but knows yeah. about that. But there's also, like, alien shows. <laughs> And it's literally like reenactments of like the men in black coming, which is like a real thing people believe. And I forget all these names of things, but like he truly believes like they're out there. So, I mean, like because of that, me watching those, maybe eventually I come around and be like, okay, like maybe you're telling the truth. Because so many people have stories where they say they've been abducted on these shows. Like it's a real belief. Um, And hey, I mean, I can't 100% say I don't believe it. So what if what if she had like some kind of proof? 
like yo that would that would be scary that would yeah that would scare the heck out because of me. i think a lot of people with aliens they think it's like a government enter like a government is con- is into it somehow yeah. a lot of people think like oh the government is abducting you and they're posing as aliens or like they're Damn. working with the government or something so um depending on what she had i would actually probably be scared <laughs> Yeah, what about you, Kelsey? Like, well, how would you react to that? Why, why did you come up with this? Let's start with that. I don't even know. No, I, don't know. I, I really don't. No, nah, she just, I haven't been she's been thinking about myself. aliens. Aw, we're like dissing you. Like, yeah, right. It's like, oh, I'll never tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think if my dad told me something like that, mm-hmm. like, I, w- I wouldn't know how to react. Like, I, I would think he was joking. Right. He jokes a lot. Um, But if he was, like, dead serious, I don't know, because I couldn't picture him with, like, like some kind of mental thing like you said like i would just be like what do you mean like were you just like really drunk or something like i i don't know what i would do see i, I don't my mom wouldn't like she doesn't she wouldn't drink that much so i that, i wouldn't even think of that i'd just be like first the mental thing then like if she had proof i would i would just be scared because i don't know who would go to that length to uh unless it is a mental thing who would go to that length to like set this all up you know yeah um, yeah, I'd be like, you know, mom's been working a little too long. She's <laughs> she's she's falling off the rocker, man. She's gone a little cuckoo. But yo, that's actually an interesting uh, thing that you brought up, though, Kelsey. How do you guys feel about aliens, though? Do you think aliens exist? That's why I wanted to bring this up because it's like we can talk about aliens. Okay, aliens! okay. Last show, aliens. Um, you start, Marcus. Uh, I believe. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say I believe they exist, but I feel as though. Like possibility wise, it wouldn't make sense for them not to exist. Yeah, you know, you had a word that's so <laughs> oppositely. Yeah, it was it's strange. You Double know, negatives. Yeah, but uh, I mean, just like it's just it's weird to think that we would be as humans the only, uh, I guess, sentient race here in the universe. So like, there's like tons of galaxies which are way bigger than you know anything we can really comprehend and stuff like that. So I don't see why there wouldn't be at least one other alien species that exists out there. And like I said, you know, probability-wise, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense for them not to exist. Yeah, I think that's, like, the general consensus when you ask most people. And I think that makes sense. Like, so many scientists have said that, like, something else has to live out there. Like, there's properties similar to Earth found in, like, other planets or even, like, other moons. And I, I just think there's no way we're alone in the universe. But I don't know if we'll ever get to, like, meet something else. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Clark? Well, I think it's important to, like, understand as a human that you do not know everything going on in the universe. Yeah. Um, Because a lot of people, you said a lot of people would say that, and I think our generation, like, a lot of people like, oh, maybe there is. But I think, like, a lot of old people would be like, hell no. (laughs) But, um, so, yeah, I think, like, just in general for anything out there, it's, like, literally anything could be possible. Like, you know, your conspiracy theories of, like, how many dimensions are, you know, what is that one where it's, like, Uh, different dimensions, but, like, one thing has changed. Yeah. Yeah, Um, parallel dimensions. Yeah, like, parallel universes. Stuff like that. So I think. String theory. Yeah, um, I think you should really try to be as open as possible, but also accept the fact that, like Kelsey said, I truly I don't think we'll ever know for sure, and I think that's kind of the purpose of them, possibly. Like, we're not supposed to know, maybe. Um, so yeah, I think if like my mom actually came and said that and she had proof, like it w- I feel like either I would way turn it down and get angry, or I would be like, okay, you're telling the truth. Like it is hard to say, but I w- I would hope I would like support her because I feel like. A lot of people, no one supports them if they say something like that. Even if you don't believe it, you should, like, still support your mom and be nice to her. So, (laughs) Okay, what if she, like, going back to the hypothetical, like, what if she came back with, like, a message of some kind? She's like, these aliens are coming. They're plotting, like, the end of the Earth. They want the human race dead. 
like, what would you do in that case? Like, would you still continue to be skeptical or would you like tell somebody? <laughs> yeah, we'd have to tell somebody like, you know, mental health counselor. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, like if, if there was like real, I mean, proof that would make me actually sway, you know, I would tell somebody whether it's, you know, even the local police, like they can do anything. But, but you know, <laughs> even if like I'll tell like the local police and then they might take it to a higher power like the government or something. I don't know. But like, yeah, somebody needs to somebody does need to know. So I would tell somebody. You know, I take me and my mama. We go to the place together and be like, "Yo, you hear this? Something about to go down." But there's also stories of people. You know, I don't know what they're called that believe the end world is ending, um, and they have like huts in the ground and all this. Like, they literally ruin their relationship with the family because I forget. I this is just popping in my head, but I I read something. Or I heard something. It was like this guy. He um, truly believes it's happening, but every time his family would visit him, he'd like try and force them to like help him out and stuff and they'd get angry and like, he'd ask for money all the time so like a lot of these situations can turn really bad if the person's almost taking advantage of their family um again like a mental thing possibly but um yeah so the whole ending of the earth thing is a little like to me that would kind of turn it a different way i'd be i'd be like more skeptical i think because i think that's like why is that why is that always the thing people choose for aliens? Yeah, and they people always talk about the end of the Earth. You know, they say 2000 was going to be the, the year that, you know, the Earth stopped. Or then they had, what, 20, was it 14? 2012. 20, yeah, 2012, that's what it was. Yeah. And then, I mean, they, they got it on so many years, you know. And it's like every year that comes around, we're still here. I actually know a guy. Uh, I'll call him Cliffy. I don't even know his name. Uh, but he was, like, my aunt's neighbor. But he had, like, an underground bunker. Like, it was filled with, like, food and, like... Yo, legit in Florida? No, in uh, Massachusetts. I was going to say, um, like, if he had an underground <laughs> one in Florida, then that guy really... Believes. Like, yeah, he really believes. Because like there is nothing here in Florida. <laughs> yeah, but no, he had, like, canned food. He had, like, blankets. He has all this stuff. He, like, he's ready for, like, the apocalypse. Um, but I, don't, I, I feel like it's, like, cool to be safe. Like, even, like, if you'd want, like, a panic room, like, that's always good. Like, just go hide under your house. But... Uh, I don't know, like, that's so crazy to, like, have this thought that I have to plan for the end of the world, and I'm ready, and it's just weird. It's also sad, too, because their whole life is them, like, worrying about this yeah. happening, and, like, they're always upset that their family doesn't want to do it with them. But also, like, I kind of agree this is a weird thought, but I've always been like, okay, like, an underground, like, room, though, where I could just hang out, and, like, yeah. no one knows of it? Like, that would be pretty cool. Right? I wouldn't use it. Well, I mean, and if what if like an earthquake comes or something, yeah. I can just hide in it there. Exactly. A little hidden room. That's pretty cool. That's kind of smart. But... Like the Panic Room, the movie. I'm like, wow, I kind of want one of those. I love that movie. I want one. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that movie. It's Jodie Foster and young Kristen Stewart. Get to it. Kristen Stewart. That's the girl on. Uh... That's her. Okay. Yeah. See, I know my I know my actresses, man. I know my actors. You didn't know what Panic Room was. Yeah, I got no idea what that is. You know who but, Jodie uh... Foster is? No, who's that? I love Jodie. Tell me a movie that she's in that I'd probably know. You probably don't know Silence of the Lambs. Um, I know Silence of the Lambs. Do you? Yeah. What's it about? I mean, I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it. <laughs> okay. No, she's uh, the main girl in that. Isn't that about the... Wait. Isn't that about the the Jewish people? No. It's about a cannibal. <laughs> oh, dang. What's the Jewish one, then? Schindler's List? Maybe. Ah, whatever. Anyway. Is that about Jewish people? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm just like naming all these things. Uh, but yeah, oh, so... I was thinking the boy in the striped pajamas. Oh. What? <laughs> Girl. Boy. Girl. It was close, you know. Boy. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Boy, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, wow. But anyway, uh, back to the alien thing. Uh, what I think is interesting is that people be don't believe in aliens, at least some people don't, because of religion. And I think that's that that's, true. yeah, I think that's really interesting. Like, you know, for example, 
Christianity, people will say, oh, yeah, well, God doesn't talk about aliens in the Bible. But it's like, does that really mean that they that they don't exist? Like, for example, even if God exists and the Bible is correct and all that stuff, that doesn't mean aliens don't exist. Like, for example, the government, you think that the government tells us everything that we know or everything that we need to know He's or everything? Yeah, of course. Like, seriously, like, it's only expected. Like, the government's not going to tell us everything, just like how your parents don't tell you everything. And it's the same type of thing. Like, why would God tell us everything? Like, if there's aliens, like, you know, millions of miles away or, like, millions of light years away, like, why would he tell us about these aliens? Like, they have no impact on our life. You or what know? if so, he doesn't know about them? Yeah. Wait, what? I mean, if it's a God, he would know about them, right? You don't, you don't know? Yeah, I think with the religious people, like, it's so crazy that they don't want to teach even things like evolution and general science. Like, there's so many people against that, even though it's, like, it's kind of proven to be correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on the government... I think, for me, I kind of, like, low-key think that the government is, like, hiding, kind of, not, like, aliens, but, like... Uh, hope the FBI doesn't listen to this. Hey, FBI. <laughs> NSA. Hey. No, but I feel like, like, something's had to have happened, and the government's keeping it under wraps. You think, like, something's happened uh, from an alien point? Like, yeah. something something alien has happened? Yeah, like, they kind of, they have got to have, like, some kind of proof of something. I mean, it's only understandable for the government to hide some things, you know, because... If, for example, there's some kind of alien interaction that happened, and then the government let everybody know about it, I mean, that would cause riots. I mean, that could that could like completely flip uh, the peace that that we have on the planet right now. So, I mean, it's it's understandable. Like, of course, like you don't want to be lied to or you don't want to be deceived, but at the same time, I mean, sometimes it's for protection. Like, it's just to keep the peace around here. Like yeah. the movie Arrival, they literally hide. They're tra- talking to the aliens and they hide it because everyone's going to be scared. See, that's why like. The one thing Donald Trump tweeting would be good about is if he, like, knew about aliens and he would just tell it to the world because he would just tweet it. He'd be like, yo, aliens are real. No, but, like, Sad. Th- there's, like, a huge, like, conspiracy undercover, like, the presidents know about UFOs mm-hmm. and, like, they saw them or something. I don't know, like, one, I don't know the whole story, but it's a huge thing that yeah. there's, you're right, I feel like in this whole time that we've been on this earth, there has to be of something. Yeah, and it it, it is, like, based on conspiracy but even like the x-files like i know that a lot of that's fictional but some of that's like based on just real like myths and legends and Mm -hmm. stories and it's like you never know never know all right guys um we have two questions today actually we haven't answered questions in a really long time so i think our not to keep saying last episode but you know i think we should do it no we need to keep saying it this is our last episode until fall cry (laughs) no seriously i'm gonna miss doing this podcast with y'all man a fall semester can't come quick enough. I feel you. Said no one else. <laughs> Bye, sound advice. <laughs> now, nah, my summer's not even going to be fun, though. I mean, anyway, that's why I'm looking forward to fall. Anyway, yeah, hit us with those questions, though. Who's going to read them? <laughs> you read the first one. All right, is it Kim's? It's Muffy's. Muffy's. Now we can say this person. All right, this is from Kim B. Thanks, Kim B, for submitting. Uh, Kim B asks... People always think that if you don't go to college, you're not doing anything with your life. I haven't been to college, and sometimes I feel like they're right. Does not getting an education make me a failure? Absolutely not. So, Kim B., you keep doing your thing, girl. (laughs) Good advice, Marcus. (laughs) But also, I think the obvious answer is no, it doesn't make you a failure. Um, And I think in today's day and age, like, it really proves that. Um, because now a lot of people are saying, oh, like, if you don't get a master's degree, you really don't have any chance. So it's like, what's the point of going through undergrad and master's just to get, like, a decent job if you have another outlet, which a lot of people 
you know, it kind of makes sense if you're going to start working in high school and then just keep working um, and save up. Like, you, you're going to start off with a lot more money, honestly. Um, I mean, it's a choice. But, like, for example, my brother, he he hated school going through it through high school. He just really didn't like it, which is understandable. Um, and he finished online school. And then um, the year right after college, um, with the help of my parents, which obviously is a huge aspect of it, he opened his own comic book store. And he... Like, for an entire year, he really was into it. He, he was doing well and stuff. So I think um, if you have a passion before you graduate high school or right after, I think if you don't need an education for it, then go for it. Yeah, I think for some people, education is just not their thing. And I don't know if that's the case for Kim B., whoever you are. <laughs> um, but I don't know. For, like, school just doesn't work for people. Some people don't do well in academics, and, you know, that's okay. And even if you don't want, like, a huge job somewhere, like, even if – you know, you're working at, like, food service or whatever you're doing. I think that's acceptable, and some people really like that. But if you don't, also, it's okay to go to even, like, community colleges or actually one day attend a university. Like, there's always time. Like, my grandma, um, she was really poor and, like, around our age. Like, she had she was having kids. Like, she had six kids in the span of, like, a couple of years. And it was crazy, and she was really poor. She couldn't afford to feed her family. But at the age of 35, she went back to school, and she became a nurse. And now she's, like, overly successful. It's crazy. Um, and, yeah, like, it's never too late for anyone to just continue with their education. Yeah, and I feel as though the sky is the limit, and that's regardless of your educational experience. So whether you have a bachelor's, master's, doctorates, or no degree, I mean, the sky is still the limit. Like, you don't have to conform to the way – society wants you to have some kind of uh some kind of job so for example you could be an inventor you can invent something you can be an entrepreneur you know invest in stuff i mean you don't have to go the way where it's like you get this degree and then you get this job so there's there's just unlimited possibilities but i will say that it's somewhat easier to or to get you know certain jobs with the degree you know so for example if you want to be a, an engineer it's easier to go to an engineering a hiring area with an engineering degree, you know? So, like, you can still make it happen with, for example, uh, experience. If you have experience doing things, you have connections, like, you can still make ways to make things happen. But just in a general sense, it's easier to have a degree and then have, you know, certain possibilities be open to you. Just because a lot of jobs will not accept you unless you have one. I was gonna, yeah, I don't, like, I, I obviously, I don't know much, but I don't think you can be an engineer without, like, an actual degree just because there's so much into that. Um but if your job, what you want to do in the future is not something like that or something math-based or science-based, um, honestly, a lot of majors, it kind of just reinforces things that you could learn on your own. Um, and it's fine to go to college and learn them, but at the, at the end of the day, you're saving a lot more money. And if you have a good starting place, you can go far. And I think... Um, I mean, even if you don't, like Kelsey said, like my grandma, she didn't go, she went to school with, she went to college with my mom at the same time she was doing it. Um, I don't really know the reasoning, but she just, I don't think she wanted to at the time. And then at the end of the day she did, um, she actually became a massage therapist, which I don't think she went to school for, but she, you know, she still did it to learn a lot. She, she's one of the smartest people I know. So I think even, I think sometimes it's a little underappreciated college instead of like your career, it like teaches you other things, like depending on what you take. Like, for example, for me, I have a history minor and I've learned way more than I can ever have learned on my own because I don't have that motivation. So for me, college is a motivation to do things and go forward with my career because I feel like if I wasn't in college, I wouldn't have that motivation. Yeah. And honestly, like 
even if you don't get an education, you'd be surprised by how far you can get with two things. And one of them is connections. So like maybe ask around like your community or like your friends. And if they have like cool jobs that you maybe want to do, just be like, hey, recommend me. And you'd be surprised how easy you can get a job just by knowing somebody. Yep. And then the second thing, which is not maybe sound advice, but also just lying, like, <laughs> like straight up, like on your resume, uh, if you just like BS a lot of things or you're just like, I have this skill, this skill, this skill. If you get hired, just learn that skill, like Google some tutorials and oh then God. just go in the office and be like, I'm here. I'm ready to work. Like I, there's somebody online that I follow um, and they basically do that. Like they're in the film industry and they have like all these like weird set jobs and basically they tell the internet like i lied to get here like i had no idea what i was doing until like the night before i worked here dang yeah i think well, connection... that's the way to get it oh sorry i think connections are a huge thing like literally so many interviews with just celebrities and like film directors and stuff they're like oh i i just knew someone yeah so that's a huge huge proponent and here's the sad part about that though it's just that i mean you can't really uh i guess I mean, you can try to get connections, but at the same time, like, you can, you're only going to get so many, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's not like you can choose your connections, right? So it's like, if I was to choose, I'd be like, yeah, I'll take this connection where I'm definitely going to get this job, where I'm definitely going to get this kind of pay and stuff like that. I mean, like, but at the same time, it's kind of a an up in the air type thing, you know? It's kind of a, you get the lucky draw, you know? It's like, for example, my mother, she works at uh, Florida Gulf Coast University, and, uh, so because of that, I got connections to work there, which, you know, I was fortunate to work there. But, like, if she didn't do that, I mean, I almost certainly wouldn't have been working there, especially, like, in the department that I was in. Like, I might have been able to work, like, food service or something, but, I mean, probably not, you know. It was, like, a business company that I was working with, which was awesome. But, like I said, I mean, that's, like, pure connections, and I couldn't really choose that connection, you know. It just happened. Yeah, I think that's unfortunate, but also, like, use it to your advantage. Like, mm-hmm. even if you have a job at a food service place, like, if you treat – your coworkers and your boss nice like you don't know what their connections are to other people like yeah. maybe they know someone who is in the film industry and that's what you want to do like you have no idea what their actual background connections are what they did in a past life um so i think just the just the general idea of being nice to everyone and kind of keeping them on your like i guess quote unquote friends list not like actual friends list but like keeping them in the back of your mind of like here's someone i could potentially talk to for this in the future yeah so uh kim you know, you do you. If you want to pursue school, you can do it, but it's not the end of the world if you don't. Yeah. You go, girl. All right, and then our second question uh, is from Josh M. And uh, he What kinda, up, Josh? He kind of has a hypothetical of his, hypothetical of his own. <laughs> uh, and it's basically, all right, he says, all right, what would you guys advise me to do? If I had to choose a future without pizza or without Chinese food, which one should I pick? Oh, heck no. Nah. <laughs> Josh. Josh. Me and Kelsey have an idea of what Marcus would say. What what's what am I going to well, say? Well, no, you got to say it first. Okay. Super right. Look, Josh, uh pizza's great, man. So I I totally understand where you're coming from. But dude, you cannot <laughs> give up Chinese food, dude. You can't do it, dude. It's just not happening. We were right. Yeah, that's what we predicted. <laughs> it just can't happen, man. You just can't do it. I'm total opposite. Like Chinese food you can go away, pizza all the way. No way. I mean, pizza's great. I love pizza. But, like, especially Chinese because, like, there's so many variations. That's what my thing is. Chinese food has way more options. Like, pizza, like... Like, if you were to say, like, Italian food and Chinese food, then, like, you you can, you know, you can say it either mm-hmm. way. But, like, just pizza and then, like, the whole buffet of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Also, um, pizza, you can kind of make in a different way. Just do pasta and cheese and marinara. And you kind of have a pizza. Nah. 
you need that like bread in there. Pizza's just glorious. There's so many different kinds of pizza. Not really. Yeah, there's like deep dish, there's thin crust, there's... <laughs> yeah, but would you ever have Turkey's. something other than like your normal one, you know? Like, like you don't... A lot. Like Chinese food you get to explore all the time because it's on the menu, but like... I always get the same thing at Chinese places. What and do I don't get, get Chinese what that often. Get, I get pizza like every week, like sometimes more than once a week. Oh my God. I'm just like pizza all day, I every day. Too broke. But the Chinese, I'm just like... Once a year. <laughs> Once a year? Oh, big, my I'm God. I'm not a big fan, honestly. Yo, back when I was uh, a senior in high school, me and my best friend, we used to actually go to this uh, one Chinese place because they had this awesome lunch special. So it was cheap, and they gave you a lot of food. And we would go there almost every day. It was really bad for us. Like, I think we gained a lot of weight <laughs> senior Probably. year because of that. Yeah, we can't talk. We went to McDonald's, like, every day. That's very true. We didn't, like, eat all the time, but still, we, like, some reason went there. It was our hangout in town because there's nothing else in our town. I think that that was uh, a very similar place for every every high school student because I used to hang out at McDonald's a lot too, even if we didn't buy anything. Right. We would just like loiter, actually. Yeah. yeah just or get like loiter. a coffee and just sit for hours. <laughs> um, Really quick on the question though, I actually like, I love Chinese food, but at the same time, like I'm thinking about the taste of pizza right now yeah. and I do, I'm with Kelsey, I do get it way more than Chinese food. Like I haven't got Chinese food in a long time, um, so I would miss it, but... I'm going to have to stay with pizza. Yes. Because, like, there's think of all the events in your life you eat pizza at and, like, right? it not being there, you know? Yeah, but think about if you replace that with Chinese food, though. That's not going to always oh, be the case. Oh, yes. All right, on that note, guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sound Advice is out. Are we going to talk about our summer? What are we going to do? Oh, true. Let's talk about our summer really quick because we're kind of running out of time here. But, yeah. uh, Marcus, what you doing? what's your summer plans? Okay, so after all these exams and uh, and projects that I have to do, I'm going to be in town for a little bit to try to hang out with you guys and go skydiving. Woo! We're like doing that. not planned at all. <laughs> we're doing that, right? Perhaps. We're we'll doing podcast it. while we're doing it. True. Sound advice from the sky. But that, like is the the plan. Sound. that is the plan. That is the plan. So I, I want to do that. After we do that, I plan on um, going back to my hometown, chilling with the familia. You know how we do it. Get a job and then uh, do summer A. I have to do a couple classes. Online? Yeah. No, actually, no. They're both not in online. You they're realize, like, class. summer A starts really quick, right? Yeah. Okay. You have, like, a week. It's, like, May 8th or something like that. So, do you have a place to live over summer here? Oh, I'm not taking them here. I'm taking them oh, in my hometown. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, like, Mark? <laughs> it's, like, the sounds too yeah, casual. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be in my hometown. Yeah. Okay. Got you, got you. That makes sense. But cool. besides that, I'm just going to be working, trying to get a little money, and uh, and hyping it up for next fall. Nice. What about you guys? Um, I'm... I'm studying abroad in Berlin. Ooh. Um, oh, wasn't going to do it, but really last minute I was like, I haven't been to Europe before. So that's a two-week course, so that's not too long. Um, it's like a photojournalism course. It's awesome. Um, and then I randomly just got this position in a main summer camp, which like I just found online, honestly. But it's as a photographer, so I'm going to Maine, where I've never been. Um, hopefully the weather's nice. Probably will be. I'll be gone for my cat for two months. And Milo, right? Are you bringing him? Yes. No, I can't bring him. Um, hopefully my mom can take care of him. But, I mean, she usually, she does for like a weekend, but like obviously two months is way different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my pets will miss me a lot. And hopefully I don't miss out too much, you know, going on down here. But hopefully it'll be fun. Man, ain't nothing going on yeah, down here. Nothing. I don't know. Go sometimes to Europe, it's girl. Like, sometimes it's like, FOMO. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me... I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm still kind of waiting on to hear back from, like, internships, but I don't think any are going to happen. Don't say that. You're right. Uh, but otherwise, I'll probably work a couple days here and then 
head home for quite some time. I want to work on like films and stuff. You know what y'all didn't say? Y'all didn't say we're going skydiving. Yeah, we're going to go skydiving. We're doing that. I'm going to Georgia this weekend, so that's something. And then final papers. And then the rest of the summer is a mystery. Why aren't you going to uh but you're going to Georgia again, right? Or you don't know for sure? I haven't bought tickets yet, but I probably will. What yes. you doing in Georgia? This weekend I'm getting paid. I'm working. Um, and then in June, I have to go back for that festival for the short film I did. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Getting that director wreck. Maybe. But yeah, I want to work more on creative stuff this summer. You do it, girl. Maybe even write a little. You do it. New novel coming out. Never. Hey. Look out for it on the shelves. <laughs> I already yes, got sir. it. But yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that guys. was sound advice. Some sound advice. Um, that was going to be the summer. final episode for the false, not false, spring semester. Yeah, this is spring. Everyone say their little thing that they want to say. Go ahead, Marcus. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got. Some, I got. I'm just gonna say, um, listeners, we really appreciate you listening to our 11 episodes. Um, it was quite a journey. I feel like as we went on, we really connected more and were able to talk more about what we wanted to. So, thank you guys so much, Kelsey and Marcus, also for doing this with me. And I think fall is gonna be really, really, really fun. How sweet. Hey, fall's gonna be awesome. But yeah, as for you listeners, yo, thank you guys so much for all the love and support. It's been real, and it's only going to get realer. Next season is going to be hype. So let's get it. Let's get it. (laughs) Bro, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. that's a good idea. We should do that. Anyways, (laughs) Kelsey, your little thing? Uh, Actually, Josh M., who submitted the question today, uh, he called us soundies, but I think you guys are the true soundies. So thanks for supporting us. Thanks for listening. I like that. Yeah, the listeners too. are the soundies. The soundies. <laughs> so uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for following along. We love you. Hope you guys uh, follow our advice. And see you next time. Peace. Bye. See ya.